This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 690 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is brought to you by EquestrianCollections.com. Hi, Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is an excerpt from the Driving Radio Show, episode number 64. Glenn and Wendy talk about B syndrome, spelled B-I, its different stages and how to deal with it. But let's first hear from Equestrian Collections. Hi, Glenn, back with you from the Horse Radio Network. I'm here with Debbie with the Equestrian Collections Product of the Week. Hi, Glenn. This week I'm talking about the itching post. If your listeners are like my horses, if your horses are like my horses, they are changing coats right now. They're shedding out their summer coats, getting on their winter coats, and they are scratching on everything. This is the answer to that problem. It is a flat piece of material called Santaprene, which is the same thing they make hairbrushes and baby toys out of, and it's got um, some stuff that it won't deteriorate in the weather. It's the, it's a, it comes in a 14-inch a a by 24-inch piece. You actually put this on a fence post. You can put it on a bo- the outside of your barn, a tree. I've seen it in all these places. Anywhere your horse is, they'll find it. Then they'll come over and scratch on it, and I'll tell you from experience, it doesn't pull tail hair, which is something as a gypsy owner that we're very cognizant of. Um, it seems small when you get it, but that's all. You should only need one. You put it up, they'll find it, and they will scratch on it. You can put it in those stalls. You can put it outside. It's really a nice little thing to have if you have your horse scratching and maybe taking down your barn. If you put this on something that's sturdy, he'll scratch on that. He will choose that to scratch on over other things in your barnyard. So take a look at the itch and post on equestriancollections.com. How does it connect to the post or the wall or wherever you put it? Well, you can do it with wood screws. You actually screw it into the wall, and that way you, it gives you a little bit more flexibility of where you can put it because you actually screw it into wherever you're going to put it, and probably wood. You would most put it into wood because that, uh, that gives it a good stability, so you can put it in that way. Um, it's safe for extreme climates as well. It'll keep its integrity um, from... 70, but minus 77 up to 277 degrees Fahrenheit, which means no matter where you live, this is going to work. Ah, so it'll work on Mars. <laughs> it'll work on Mars <laughs> or the moon. <laughs> Thank you, Debbie. This is equestriancollections.com. Just search for Itchin Post. And now, on with today's tip. Okay, well, this week we're going to talk about bee syndrome. And yes, as, Glenn, as you said before, Glenn, it's not about bees like honeybees. <laughs> but bee, bee syndrome is a way we explain like stiffness and um, blockage of the meridians. Um, so when you have like stagnation, you've heard me talk about stagnation in the meridians, that you're going to have pain. So uh, 
when you have like B syndrome, it's similar. You can have it in the muscles, the tendons, the bones, the joints. And that relates to like osteoarthritis, discospondylitis. Um, if it's in the muscles only and not in the joints, it can be like tying up. That's a kind of B syndrome. Uh, you can have tendonitis or like neuralgia, right? So, so this is just a way that we explain a pattern of pain and stiffness. And there's different kinds of uh, pain and stiffness, and we relate it to the inciting cause. So in Chinese medicine, if, you, if the organism stays balanced, they should be able to fight off exogenous pathogens, okay? Bad guys. Uh, bad guys. Okay. So you're good guys, you're running your bad guys. So um, the... There's four, four pathogens that cause B syndrome. I'm only going to talk about three. So there's wind, cold, damp. The fourth one's heat, but that's another subject. Okay. So um, the wind, cold, damp are all different stages of arthritis or B syndrome. Okay. Okay. So uh, now you say, and so like hot and cold also relates to the yin and the yang, right? So uh, when I say hot or cold, it doesn't necessarily mean yin and yang strictly, but it is related to that. So if you have a weak yin or a weak yang, you can get endogenous pathogens attack you too. So it's what's happening in your whole body that is going to affect how you uh, fight the world around you. Um, So... You say, well, how do, how do I know if I have an unbalanced body or my horse has an unbalanced body? Well, some of the things that can cause them to be out of balance, of course, is like, um, like that horse you saw at the auction, right? I mean, he's like had a rough life. He's a poor doer. He's skinny. It's taken everything he's got just to live, right? So that's like he is really susceptible to exogenous pathogens. His chi is weak. He does, his immune system is low and he doesn't have a lot of energy to fight. So uh, just like the very old or the very young or the weak get sick, that's the same kind of thing. Uh, another way, like a healthy horse, like we're going into winter, so it's really important to think about this with your own horse. Fall is like a very difficult time for people and for animals because you have changing seasons. So like when I lived in California, sometimes it'd be 75 in the day, right? But my horse would be hairy because of the, the it would be 30 at night. That's, so We have that problem going right now because Beaker is, uh, this is his first year in Florida, and he's getting his heavy winter coat. Um, right. You know, right now, and Jennifer's going, don't grow, don't grow. <laughs> right. He's going to be hot all winter. <laughs> yeah, then, because then she's going to go out and ride at like 4 o'clock. Yep. And he's going to get real sweaty. Yep. Yeah, because he's wearing a sweater. And then uh, she's going to come back to the house. And like, you don't really need a barn where you are in Florida. But now he's going to be wet and sweaty. And, and he not, doesn't have any protection from any wind or cold. So if all of a sudden the temperature drops, now it's like being in a, in a, cold, um, a cold sweatshirt and, and the sun goes down, right? Mm-hmm. So now um, you get chilled. And that can affect your resistance to fight off cold. So um, that is something you really have to look at. And one of the things I do with my horses, since I keep them in constant work, like this is the time that I'm building them up 
to start their show season is I clip them in the fall that, you know, cause I fox hunt and I show all spring. So they have to be clipped and blanketed, Plus which I in Florida too. So you can't yeah. have them real hairy. Yeah. No, I can't have them really. And I know that that's not a reality for everybody, but, um, you might just have to think about like, okay, if my horse is hairy, then what am I going to do? so that I don't let them get chilled. Like maybe I'm going to invest in a wool cooler or some kind of cooler and heat lamps until he dries. Or maybe I'm going to pay the girl at the barn to make sure he cools out, then curry him off so he's fluffy and he has his protection back. Because, you know, like if, say, you have to go home, take care of your family or whatever, maybe it would be worth the investment to have somebody at the barn help you do that. So... That's how they can get susceptible to that. And the first kind of bee we have is the wind bee. So the wind is like, the wind is light and it's fast. And we relate wind to the like exterior patterns. Like I talked about wind heat before when we talked about um, the forsythia. Remember the forsythia pattern? Um, And that's like the flu. When you get the flu right away, the first day you get the flu is wind. And also, we know you get the flu from, like, um, aerosol pathogens, okay? So this wind is like like what I was talking about. They're sweaty. They get windy. They get chilled. And it's acute. And it's like wandering pain. So you can't really... It's just like all over aches and pains. Kind of like how you get with the limes. Mm-hmm. The first stage, your joints start to ache a little bit. And yep. you don't know where you hurt. You hurt all over. Yep. And um, you just feel kind of uh, apathetic. You, know, you feel and, crappy yeah. and just like the know, beginning of a flu, actually. It's exactly like the beginning of the flu because that's now. Wind. Is there swelling and, and actually hotness involved in, in that in the wind dampness? Yeah, many a times that can be. Many a times it can be um, like swelling in the joints. With wind, you don't always see that because it's very acute. So, like you said, the dampness that, that comes in the later stages. Okay. Um, but uh, so the wind be. You just like, this is a call that I get, and they're like, we call it an ADR in vet medicine. They ain't doing right, you know, and you don't know why. <laughs> but like see, that's ADR. really, it, yeah, but ADR is super important. <laughs> like, I can stop a lot of things at the ADR stage because what you're going to do now is supportive care, right? So you don't really need me now except for to tell you what supportive care is. This is like the owner needs to treat this. So you need to change your way you can't leave them cold and damp you can't ride them hard and leave them wet right right um so you need to do things to strengthen their immune system right so you need to nourish their body and if you were a person you would say oh you need to eat some soup like you know have some miso soup which has like lots of protein or like chicken noodle soup you have lots of protein and warm broth Uh, with horses you can give them bran mash and add foods that have a uh, warming quality to them. Like um, in Chinese medicine, we use foods like pumpkin, uh, squash, like the, the winter, the fall vegetables. Um, nutmeg, turmeric is very, very good. It also has anti-inflammatory properties. Hmm. Um, and some garlic. So uh, those kind of things can help. And also in Chinese medicine, when we say we need to activate the blood to kill the wind. So activating the blood means we need to boost the immune system. So I would do points that do that, acupuncture points that do that, uh, and to eliminate the wind. But you as an owner could add foods like uh, that, that encourage, that are blood builders. 
So in horses, those things would be like dates, and horses love dates. If you get pitted dates, they love that as a treat. Really? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. So super yummy. It's like sweet little candy. Uh, also, you could do carrots. Carrots are a blood builder, and all horse like carrots, um, or fish oil. So are, is B syndrome also a, a result of poor blood circulation as well? Yeah, it can be, yes. Okay. It definitely can be. Like, you know, if you have an injury and then you don't have enough circulation and then that area doesn't get enough warmth. Right? So B syndrome is stagnation. And stagnation can mean circulatory stagnation. But, and, and then also that's related to energy stagnation in the meridians. So this is so so the wind uh, is actually the mo- is it the, of of all four and actually we're talking about three as you said but is it the most severe is it the most uh, no it's the acute it's the acute stage it's the acute, easiest okay. to treat it's it's the fastest onset right and it's the one that like other other pathogens come in with the wind the wind kind of sets the stage the wind is like the the con man is like scoping out the scene, right? So the wind comes in and sees like, okay, their immune system strong. And if not, I'm going to open the door for the other two pathogens that I'm talking about next. Okay. Gotcha. So the next one is the cold. So the wind kind of attacks you and makes you a little bit vulnerable. And then the cold comes in and the cold can stick around longer. That's a little bit chronic. So like now, and this could happen over time, like as you can imagine, uh, the story unfolding, like fall, you cold, you kind of damage the chi a little bit with like the immune system trying to fight off some the wind. Then all of a sudden you get like a cold snap and then that can be like uh, cause a much more damaging kind of arthritis, like then if your horse was maybe just hanging on by a thread to health, now this cold is going to affect him. And like, have, have you ever um, spent some time outside when it was just a little too cold? You wished you had a jacket, but you couldn't go in. And then the next day, you're really sore because you've like, been huddled up shivering, right? Mm-hmm. So your, your shoulders hurt and your neck hurts. And um, so now your muscles are all tense and your joints are real stiff. And... Um, and the thing that feels really good is, is heat. So you relieve the cold B syndrome. A cold B syndrome also is characterized by a lot of pain, like severe pain, whereas the wind is like kind of wandering slight ache. But the cold B is like pain. You have head limping, you know, head bobbing lameness in a hawk or, you know, like very sore shoulders. Um, and in that case, you really want to warm the channels. So when we say warm the channels, we do things like moxa. Have you ever seen the moxa stick? It's like a, looks like a punk. They uh-huh. like fire. It's like a, it's a, it's a stick. Moxa is an herb and it's a stick. They make it into a stick that you can either wave over the acupuncture points for warmth or you can actually stick it onto the needle and and then and the warmth will go down into the acupuncture point, so kind of warm the muscles. Uh, another thing I really love to do is use the back on track products because those really do reflect. It's a ceramic blanket that f- reflects the heat back into the muscles. Uh, you can also use um, heat lamps; those are very popular. The solariums. Um, well, the nice thing about the back on track products is it makes it very very easy to do. 
Yeah. Uh, it's something that doesn't require, you know, it doesn't require you to have to know acupuncture. You can, you know, you can, you can just use them immediately. And they have all different, they have products for, they're an advertiser, by the way, of the Horse Radio Network. Right. Um, and, you know, they, um, they have all different products that allows you really to whatever part of the body you need, need it for. Uh, yeah. You're going to be able to find it with them. Yeah, and I've actually had great success with the back on track products on myself and on the animals. So I, I think that's like when you have cold bee syndrome, one of the greatest things you can do. And some people I know at horse shows, if they have a horse, um, you know, some people have horses that they, they're more cold than other horses. Just you know, like some people. Yeah. Just like people. Some do not respond well to the cold. And we talked about that with the five elements. But um, it would not be a bad idea if you have a horse like that to get them a back-on-track liner that they wear under their blanket. You know, so they're not cold. In Florida, you know, like, we don't, you don't have to put it under your blanket. Like, I just have some that I use as a shows. Um, but, but, like, say you live, for example, I have a client in Kentucky that I really have recommended they get this back-on-track blanket because in Kentucky you have this cold wind all the time. And this horse is cold. No matter how many blankets you put on, he's cold. So, so he's susceptible to cold bee syndrome. And the back on track um, also makes some hawk wraps and, and, and things so that you can put them on joints. And I think they're really great. And, some, and of course, acupuncture moxa is really important there. The laser therapy is super important for that. That can really help. Um, then we have uh, herbal formulas that are really good to move the chi around because you really need to move chi and get things flowing and make sure they have good circulation, like you said. So some of the um, uh, we have a herb uh, or herb formula called Body Sore that has angelica and also epimedium, which is the horny goat weed, which is one of the things I talked about uh-huh. earlier. Yep. But those things are really really important at this point. And then foods also similar to uh, the wind the wind pattern will help like warming foods and also, uh, um, something as easy as orange peel, you know, you just take the, not the white part, not the pith. You just like peel the orange and take the orange part and then dry it for a day and put a little orange peel in their food. They like it and it, it, it can help. Hmm. Um, or, or hawthorn berry, which you can find in any health food store nowadays. So, and, and those really, you need to keep, inside the barn at night or out of the coldness. Um, and then the last syndrome is the damp bee syndrome. So damp bee is acute. I mean, sorry, sorry. Damp bee is chronic, right? The damp is slow. Like you think of the way like ice and mud moves. It's slow. So it's chronic. It, it happens over time. So the wind comes in, checks out the scene, the cold sets in, and then when the wind and cold have been around a long time, the damp comes in. And damp is sticky and hard to get rid of. So this is a chronic disease that's going to require more aggressive treatment. And damp B also involves more stiffness than pain. Okay, so once their joints have fused, they have less pain. Like we've all heard that from uh, like our tr- conventional medicine. So there's less pain in the damp bee, but there's more stiffness, which is sometimes harder to treat, sometimes a little bit harder to see. Um, so damp bee is resolved with heat and dryness. Um, also, you, you need to do things to keep the joints moving. So uh, our movement 
for arthritic conditions is the best thing that you can do. They always tell you, you need to walk if you have arthritis, right? Mm-hmm. So, Which is um, the last thing you want to do, actually. Yeah, because it hurts. Yeah, right. So you first need to treat the pain. So you need to give anti-inflammatories, and then you need to move them. So for damp B, actually, the, you, you have to include chiropractic therapy if you really want to resolve it. Because... Um, you need to make sure all the joints are moving at their maximum range of motion. So at this point, if you have really chronic damp B, you're going to have lost a lot of range of motion in your joints, but you need to be able to move those through their, at least what they can possibly do now. Because a damp B condition, you're going to have some fused joints, you're going to have some spondylosis, and you're going to have some joints that are frozen. But if... You don't want, like, say it's in the spine, like say you have some lumbar uh, fusion. You don't want that to affect the joints higher up or lower down in, that, in the spine. So it's really important that maybe, you know, we've gone past the point where you can fix this, you know, hunter bump you have. But I can stop, or, you know, or one with chiropractic could stop the rest of the damage that's going to happen to the rest of the body at this point. And hopefully, you know, let them live a, a, a less uh, a, a pain-free life. Now, does uh, um, acupuncture help at this point, or are we beyond? Oh, yeah. No, no. Acupuncture is really important because acupuncture can help a lot with the pain and can also help with um, boosting the immune system and also help the body's rate of healing. So at so, this point, when we're into the dampness, which is the third stage, really, um, yeah. you're... you're Chiropractic and acupuncture are, are very important. Yeah, I mean, it's super, this, this is the time when now you have to go on maintenance like probably every two weeks. You know, do they come out at this point or is this a, a forever? It depends. Time? If it's an old horse that has never had any treatment, then maybe not. Maybe you're just going to manage what you have today. Yep. So, so that's a case that I would say, well, let's hope we get a, as much competition life out of him as we can. And then retire him in a state where he's comfortable to stand in the paddock, you know, when he's 20. Right. Um, but if it's a young horse, uh, you know, like say it's a six-year-old, like maybe we can turn this around. Maybe this is a time, once it gets to this stage, maybe you do need your hawks injected. Maybe you do need some, some uh, hyaluronic acid injected into the joints to cool it out. Maybe this is a case, this is a great case. I mean, all these cases, of course are great to combine conventional therapies with alternative. But the damn B is one that probably to really be the most effective, you'd have to do a joint therapy. You know, so this is one I would see this and I would say, okay, let's call your general medicine vet. Let's get radiographs. Let's see if we need to do some injections. Let's get them on glucosamine and hyaluronic acid, which, you know, for me, I, mine are on that all the time because those are chondroprotective agents. So, I think all horses should be on those for maintenance if you're going to work them hard. Uh, but, you know, this is a case where if somebody had maybe not been doing that, they, they're going to be on Adequan and Legend from now on. Okay. Um, and, and maybe, I, I, and so like this point, your maintenance every month is going to be pretty extensive. So when I vet a horse that I see like this, I tell them like, look, you're looking at like 400 a month just in your maintenance of your horse. So that's Which is something not if, something that people want to hear. No, but but that's really important. If if that's a que- if I'm asking asking to vet a horse for somebody, I have to tell them that. 
you know, because that's an important decision when you're buying a horse, I think. Right? Right, right. Yep. Um, so, uh, so, like I said, chiropractic is really important in this instance. Acupuncture is also important. I would say if the people didn't have an, uh, enough budget for, for all of these treatments, they could do chiropractic and laser uh, and change the diet a little bit and add some, um, some besides the foods I talked about before, uh, you know, and the back on track wraps. And the glucosamine, you want to add something that drains the dampness, right? Because now you're going to have big, you know, uh, uh, effusion of your joints, right? You're going to have bog spavin. So uh, some of the things that drain the damp that horses like to eat are alfalfa, radish, barley, um, it, uh, green tea is always good. So you can brew some green tea and pour that into like a bran mash with them. Uh, or mustard or like a little lemon peel and um and like mustard plaster you've all heard of that old-fashioned cure right the mustard plaster it's supposed to bring heat into the body you know to to open up the exterior to let that pathogens out so well very good and i'm i you know i'm sure that you have a uh, link that we could post on our show notes uh, with more for people to find more information about this Yes, they can go to um, five, the number five, elements, the number four, animals.com, and um, you can find some information there. And, uh, and just to wrap it up, I think that the most important thing I hope that everybody gets from this talk is that um, good horsemanship really is the basis of, of maintaining the life of your horse. So even though we all live busy lives and don't have a ton of time, sometimes you just like use common sense and... Um, and invest in some some products or maybe get an extra hand to help you, you can have your horse live a happy, long life. Well, there you go. If you just can't get enough of Wendy and Glenn, and that was a fascinating discussion, you can listen to them every week on the Driving Radio Show. Just go to drivingradioshow.com. And you can also visit Wendy's website, 5elementsforanimals.com. Don't forget to support our sponsors here on Horse Tip Daily because they make these podcasts possible. Today's podcast has been brought to you by EquestrianCollections.com. Just like Horse Tip Daily brings the whole world of equine knowledge to you, Equestrian Collections brings the whole world of equine online shopping to you. Check them out today at EquestrianCollections.com. And while you're there, tell them Coach Jen sent you. Please stop by the Horse Tip Daily Facebook page and let us know what you think of the tips you hear on the show. It's also a great place to tell us about topics you'd like to hear us cover on the show. You can subscribe to all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network through iTunes or Zune and get your horse podcasts automatically downloaded to your iPod, Zune, or MP3 player. You can also listen to the shows right on Facebook. The player's right there every day. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, go ride your horse! The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily. (laughs) 